This is the Hiking Through Life podcast. We've all been gifted a journey called life. Let's see where the journey leads us today. Welcome to the Road Trip Weekly Adjustment Series with Hiking Through Life, where we talk about the challenges and lessons that we've learned about the lifestyle on the road over the past week. This is week three of our weekly adjustment series. Um, We are on the road and heading back to Minnesota. Um, I think we did something very um, useful in this past week that I think is just, it's just easier, um, I guess when we're cooking food and prepping meals and stuff. And what we did was actually Sarah's idea. Do you want to talk more about that, Sarah? Yeah, I was getting really uh, sick of having to pull out our giant Rubbermaid bin full of food every time we wanted to make a meal. And this Rubbermaid bin (laughs) was stored underneath, um, well, I guess it's where the back seat used to be on the passenger side. Um, So there was always, like, bags of clothes in front of it. Yeah, there was a lot of things you had to pull out in order to even get to it. And then you had to pull the bin out, which in itself is very large and just not a quick, convenient thing to pull out when you just want a quick meal to make. Yeah, and there's a ton of food to dig through in it. And I think that might be why we initially used the bin for the food is just because we had brought so much food right because we had so much stocked up initially but like two and a half weeks into the trip it was like well we've dwindled down our food supply and we need something done about this so we switched our food with our clothes because our clothes were originally in the back of our car too in this slot that is underneath the bed basically. Yeah, so you open the back hatch of our Subaru and the bed platform um, has there's a board a 2x10 running um, through the middle, but then um, there's these, I guess they're like cubbies, you know, um, where you can slide stuff in and out of underneath the bed platform. And so we we have these, I guess, um, they're also like these tote things that are probably like the same like length, I guess, as a Rubbermaid tote, um, if you can imagine that. But they're only, the height of them is probably only like six inches or so. Um, so they're really like like uh, short and they, they fit perfectly in there with like a couple inches to spare. Yeah, and if you look at our blog specifically about the Subaru home, you will see what we are describing. Yeah, there's a blog on our website, hikingthroughlife.net, about um, building our home in the back of the Subaru, and it has a bunch of pictures of the the bed platform, so you can um, more easily see, I guess, what we're describing here. 
but yeah, basically we switched the food with that bin and it just made it so much easier to pull the food out of the back because our stove was also in the back and all of our cookware was in the back. So having the food in the back just made so much more sense and we call that like our little pantry now. Yeah, so the other side, that other cubby hole, it had the same exact like tote thing in there and that stored all of our dishes like Sarah just described with the two burner propane stove folded up like on top of that and slid in and all of our propane gas is back there um and we also store some other things like our coffee tin um our tin of like powdered eggs and like our aeropress so everything our kitchen is basically underneath our bed in the back and so um, I think it's made Sarah's life a lot easier because she's doing most of the cooking. I'll yeah. admit that. So um, she's she's great at that and made some lovely meals. And now I had been talking, actually brainstorming how it could be better. Like we have that back hatch um, and I was thinking maybe I could create this like slide out like wooden like um you know how some kitchens have that cutting board that's like above a drawer that'll just slide out from your counter um i was thinking about having something like that but maybe bigger and then we can set the stove on that and then just have this like kitchen like in the back of our subaru and, and I think that would be fantastic if this was going to be a long-term lifestyle but right now it's not long term, so it sounds like another very um, long make-do project that we <laughs> don't have the time for. It would take me a day, though. <laughs> maybe. I mean, the, the bed did end up taking just a couple days, and I was shocked, so maybe it would just take a day. But, yeah, I think the, the benefit of that, though, is like if it was raining, you could have the hatch open and cooking underneath that. In the rain? Wouldn't that be cool? It would be nice, because you don't always have a fantastic pavilion like we have right now at this free campsite. Yeah, but anyways, we'll keep you updated if we actually um, build that or not. We may just continue with the pantry as is. <laughs> um, another thing that we, um, I guess, an adjustment is we've made this challenge um, that we had started. It's basically the last five days of our out east leg of the road trip as we're traveling back home. We're trying to spend no money other than just on gas. Yeah, basically just necessity. Gas is a necessity that we need to get home. Everything else we have with us in the car. There are some things that we bought out of convenience on this leg of the trip that we didn't need to, or just out of comfort, or where we just like, okay, we're out here, we'll buy some lobster, we'll splurge a little. Um, Which you should do as you're traveling, for sure. Yeah, definitely. And we just thought, you know, we've, I think we've done enough of that so far, and we still have to go out west, so we will kind of save up 
some money to have some fun out there. Um, so we are on, I guess, day one. We're concluding day one of our um, five-day challenge. And so far, so good. Yeah, it was successful. And we'll continue it on for the next few days. So keep cheering us on. Because we can definitely do it. Yeah, and before we started this challenge, um, one thing that we had been doing for food and buying, I guess, some of our fresher produce and some of our meats was just finding things on clearance. Um, finding the best deals. And it's like, we normally do this in our everyday life. Um, so it wasn't that much different from us, from, you know, what we do at home. But I think we were striving now to be even more adamant about not paying full price for produce or meat um, in the stores. Yeah, because it is just such a huge goal to be frugal on this road trip because we uh, had to plan for it financially throughout the year. So we don't have tons of money to just spend as we wish while we're on this road trip. We have to be careful about our spending. Yes, definitely. Um, especially with no income either in the, these summer months, um, since I had left my job and Sarah's not getting paid over the summers cause she, she's a teacher. So, um, we've definitely need to plan, you know, I guess more, um, as far as money goes, since we aren't having any income coming in. Um, the other thing, kind of going back to the cooking stuff, is an essential that we've found, is oil. Always having some sort of an oil, and we are using olive oil on this trip. Just so, I mean, we don't have the non-stick pans, we all... We only have, like, stainless steel cookware. And I did that intentionally because backpacking, um, it's just easier to um, clean because you can scrape it with anything. And then also, um, you, it's super durable. Um, you can put it over a fire. You can put it over your backpacking stove. Um, whereas some of those other materials... You know, eat some of the stuff you don't want to scratch or you got to be a little more careful with. Um, so food in the stainless steel, though, there's a trade-off. It does tend to stick more. So we've been using some olive oil to help um, keep it from sticking. And we actually had to buy some because we didn't um, bring any on this road trip. So... We've, we found a decent-sized bottle, and the one thing that we're going to do is keep this bottle. Um, yes, we haven't we gone through it. the whole refill thing. Refill it every time we, when we head out west, we will refill it again with our large olive oil supply from home, which we obviously did not want to bring with us on the road trip because it's Costco size. Yeah, and something else that we um, will be doing is, you know, we, we brought some Tupperware, but we're not using a lot of it um we do pack some of our lunches in it 
like when we make wraps or stuff. Yeah, but we for sure have too much Tupperware with us, so we're going to leave some of that at home when we get home, ditch some of our Tupperware, ditch some of the um, bins. We're going to move all of our camping gear into our backpacks. Yep. Because right now it's just in a big bin, and it it's not necessary to be in there right now. The backpacks are a little more compactable. And we can pack things more around them in the car, so ditching that bin will be very helpful in saving space. We also realized that we're just going to ditch the cooler uh, when we get back home and then go out west with... We'll probably bring, like, the collapsible, like, Costco cooler that's a lot smaller so that if we did need to keep something cool, like, you know, we'll just grab a small bag of ice, be able to put it in that cooler and if we're not using that cooler it squishes down to a nice compact size and doesn't take up a bunch of space like the current cooler that we have yeah our yeah we can we've definitely learned plenty of things in the past three weeks that will make the next uh few weeks out west much more successful and efficient and yeah so with this repacking and we've talked about it i think in our past two weekly adjustment um, episodes is that we're going to try to pack everything that we can underneath our sleeping platform so that we can keep our pads and our sleeping bags laid out. So really all we have to do when we get into a spot where we're sleeping in the car is just move the seats up forward and then fold down the rest of the, um, sleeping platform and that's it and then we hop in and it's quick and then we when we go we just fold it back up real quick move the seats back and it's good to go we don't have to move a couple bins around and packs around and lay everything back out yeah and pack everything back up that'll be a really big transition and i mean just like we said like uh road tripping and living out of, out of a car is a huge adjustment for us and we've learned a lot about it so um our advice is if you are planning on going on a road trip just go with an open mind and realize you will be making changes along the way the way you enter into it on day one is not what you will be doing on day five and day 10 and 15 and 20 and so on you are always going to be making adjustments to the way you're living in your car because you're going from a house or an apartment or whatever it is you live in to living in your car for a long period of time. Yeah, and one thing that we've realized throughout the past three weeks is that we um, don't need everything that we have brought. You know, we brought some things just in case. Absolutely. We brought a little speaker in case we wanted to listen to music or a podcast when we were at a campsite. We haven't pulled it out once. Yes. There's other things also that we had brought that... Oh, like the inflatable sink. <laughs> like, we we have an inflatable sink that to we... To do dishes. That would be perfect to use. At, this would be a great opportunity. And we blew it up once, and it just isn't necessary. No. And yeah, it's, it's those just, you know, finding the joys in simplicity and the frugality 
of, you know, kind of what you have in front of you. And with less, you know, you can almost do more. Yeah, less is more. Because when you have so much in such a small space, you need to move all of that stuff in order to get to what it is you want in that small space. And then you start losing things in this small space. I mean, I don't know how many times we've dug underneath chairs for pens and Tupperware and books and magazines and snacks. Yeah, and it's just, I can't even count how many times we've reorganized the car throughout this whole trip. (laughs) It seems like almost every day. Yeah, it really does. And it's probably because of the amount of things we've brought with us. Well, it's like, yeah, we're pulling some things out, and then it's like we stuff it in a corner, and then just to get to another thing, and then those things stay in that corner instead of where it originally was. So then finding things is more of a chore. Yes, and clothes. We both brought too many clothes. I think I'm going to reduce half the clothes that I have with me. Like, the thing that I've used the most is the underwear and the socks. That I will keep, but I definitely brought too many shirts. I think I have, like, five shirts with me, and I've only used two. So, I brought too many clothes with me, and I think Andy brought too many clothes with him, too, if I'm thinking correctly. Uh, Possibly. I mean, I I think I've worn all of my shirts uh, and shorts. I guess Um, I just brought more options for myself. But usually the ladies do, don't they? <laughs> usually. usually. Um, no, but I think just the way we pack our clothes, too, um, will change um, on the out west leg of the trip. Uh, we will definitely be... I think like I have certain clothes that I only wear camping. Um and then I have certain clothes that I'll only wear when we're traveling. Um, so I think like having, I think, a couple separate bags. Um, and obviously, you guys can tell that we re-wear a lot of the same clothes throughout the trip. Saying that, you know, Sarah's only worn like two shirts. Right, but... and one of them is like a dress that I'm in most of the time when we're just driving. Yeah, and it's um, something that we chose to do. I mean, it's not for everybody. Somebody will... I'm sure some of you guys would rather, you know, bring a suitcase full of clothes, and that's fine too, you know, whatever works for you, but we're just used to the backpacking lifestyle where you, uh, you know, reduce weight by not bringing that many clothes and just kind of wearing what you got, and so I think that's what we've brought with us on this road trip, especially since we're doing a lot of camping and we're doing some backpacking. Um, We don't need a whole lot so having i think a more systematic approach to how we're packing our clothes and you know um having certain bags for certain occasions um will allow us to better i guess manage the cleanliness of the car and organization and i think we did like we did try to start out with that but like we said we would just keep moving things and things would go here and there in the car and there just got to be a point where it kind of started to be unorganized yeah and right now we're we're using the clothes bags to just pack around things too you know like wherever there's space when we don't have these big coolers and rubbermaid bins we'll we'll have a lot more i guess dedicated space for 
kind of here's a closed section area instead of having to just mush it into somewhere yeah so if uh if you're listening and if you've ever been on a long-term road trip like we're doing uh how do you pack and what would you suggest for us because we would love to hear your experiences in packing the car efficiently yeah one thing that we saw actually i think it was acadia national park um there was someone camping because we drove through the campground there and there was someone camping and they had the back hatch open and they had a bunch of like drawers it was just like this yeah. set of like um i i guess it was like they were like plastic drawers, like a plastic but... like drawers that pull out yeah, yeah and it seemed like a very organized car um i don't think we can do that with our bed set up in the back necessarily but i i don't know maybe underneath of it small ones it, um where the yeah. back seats used to be we could maybe put some some drawers in like that but that that would be good for like the little stuff. Yeah, yeah, that seemed like what they were using it for. It was very efficient and you could tell that they were very um experienced in road tripping. Yes. They definitely. knew what they were doing. Definitely. Um you could also tell that they didn't sleep in their car either. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They just use it for organization. But um yeah, I think We'll have a um, better plan for going out west, and we will keep you all posted on that, and um, maybe even write a blog about it, but we'll definitely keep you posted on how things are going in this weekly adjustment series from week to week. Absolutely. Those will continue happening. So I think that is all that we have for week three of our road trip weekly adjustment series. Yeah, that is about all. We've completed 22 days out on the road together. So it's been a success. Yes, and we will have, um, I guess, week four coming up next week. And that'll be when we're back home, actually. So we got about four, four more days on the road and four or five more days on the road. We'll be back home, and we'll be checking in with you um, as we get ready to go out west. Thanks, guys. You've been listening to the Hiking Through Life podcast. Peace, love, and hike through life.